بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا ونبينا أبي القاسم المصطفى محمد وعلى آله الطيبين الطاهرين لا سيما بقية الله في الأرضين If I receive confirmation we can start إن شاء الله If Brother Hussein can send me the confirmation. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وآله الطيبين الطاهرين I am sorry that we are starting late first I had to say my salat and just when I wanted to start my internet traffic finished so we had to extend our contract but thanks to God we managed to do it soon so sorry for being late as you remember, we reached the verse 124. Uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told Adam and Eve alayhim salam that when a guidance comes from me, whoever follows the guidance would not go astray and would not have miserable life. This was 123. And we talked about this uh, in previous session and we said despite having problems in life still a person who is on the right path who is guided can have a life free from deep problems problems which makes life miserable la yashqa i don't want to repeat but uh, i hope inshallah you remember in the verse 124, which is where we stopped last week, Allah says, وَمَنْ أَعْرَضَ عَنْ ذِكْرِي فَإِنَّ لَهُ مَعِيشَةً بَنْكَ Whoever turns away from my remembrance. So this shows that the key is remembrance of God. If he said that those who follow my guidance would not go straight and would not have miserable life, it's because they have zikr, they remember God. 
so our life is miserable if we don't remember God our life would be a happy and pleasant life if we remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so everything for us human beings depends on remembrance of God whoever this is very general very inclusive man woman young old Eastern Western any person if he turns away from my remembrance means if he refuses to remember me he would have a narrow life or as some have translated life for him would be narrowed down and on the day of resurrection we will raise him blind we will resurrect him blind so this shows that in dunya they have problem and in the hereafter so Allah mentions consequences of failing to remember him it's not only the hereafter that the problem starts no right in dunya he would have a difficult life a life which is narrowed down it means that you feel pressure you don't feel that you have enough space to progress enough space to have comfortable life anything is pressure anything is stressful you cannot succeed in family life in business life in a study life in social life you have problems you will never be satisfied and it's not a matter of being rich or poor or being healthy or ill there can be a person who is very rich but for him life is full of pressure and stress there can be a person who is healthy and for him life is full of problems so it's not the physical side of life which makes it narrow or wide it's more the psychological the spiritual side of it is the way you feel the way you find your life so in dunya he would have a difficult or a narrow life or some people have said a straightened life this is the second consequence and on the day of judgment we shall raise him up blind to be blind in dunya is not a sign of moral weakness in dunya to be blind 
is not first of all in your own hand most of the time people become blind not because of their choice yes maybe sometimes a person has not be careful or a person deliberately, deliberately makes himself blind but most of time people become blind not out of their choice the same is with other disabilities and it's by no chance to be taken as a sign of a person being morally weak or being far from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala indeed uh, a person can be very close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and be blind and we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves the people who have disabilities and have suffering for this reason we have some of the prophets for example you know prophet you know Ya'qub for some time became blind so in dunya there is no problem at all in being blind but there is a problem in being blind in the hereafter that blindness is a sign of having some big problems in dunya it's not that everyone who was physically blind would be resurrected blind no it's irrelevant if someone in dunya was not able to see the truth or was able to see the truth but was ignoring the truth or rejecting the truth it's sometimes a matter of not finding the truth sometimes you find the truth but you don't want to commit and sometimes you want to oppose and reject and fight against the truth so if you were not in the state of recognition of truth in dunya on the day of judgment this would be manifested as blindness so it's the blindness of the heart blindness of the soul in dunya of the soul in dunya which would manifest as blindness on the day of judgment so Allah says وَنَحْشُرُهُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةَ أَعْمَى Here of course ulama have discussion about this blindness on the day of judgment is it blindness all the way through uh, day of judgment so from the time they are resurrected through all the stages and all the stations and all the manazal and mawaqif they are going to be blind or it's about certain stations some ulama have said it's about certain stations because we have also verses in the Quran which talks about people seeing even the criminals would see some of the realities of that world so some ulama some mufassirin have suggested that in some stations they would not be able to see and in some stations they would be able to see but some other have suggested that it depends they are not able to see anything that would be joyful for them anything which would be uh, pleasing but 
when it comes to seeing for example the punishment they would be able to see so blindness can be relative blindness with respect to what in the same way that in dunya they were able to see by their physical eyes but they were not able to see the truth on the day of judgment also their blindness can be relative okay when such people are resurrected blind they are shocked either they don't know they cannot guess what has happened or maybe they can guess but still they want to make a kind of protest a kind of objection you know sometimes a student who has not answered questions properly gets bad mark and knows why he has got bad mark but still wants to protest he says my lord why did you raise me up blind whereas I could see with my eyes I was able to see in dunya I was a person who had no problem in my sight my eyes were okay has there been any mistake or any injustice here why have you resurrected me blind while I was able to see then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says something very important I hope this doesn't happen to any of us Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says indeed what happens to you now is very much based on your situation in dunya it's not a contrast as you mentioned that you were you were able to see and now you have become blind no indeed what has happened to you now is very much based on your situation in dunya there is harmony there is resonance my signs my communications used to come to you in dunya you know we had in verse 123 when my guidance comes to you Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent guidance to Adam and Eve and their progeny even we don't need to go that much you know far to find guidance Allah has sent his guidance to us Allah has sent books down to us Allah has sent prophets to us Allah has provided us with the guidance that we need yes maybe some people who live far from the places in which prophets were raised maybe they need to do a little of traveling a little research but compared to 
what Allah has done for us is nothing so Allah has sent down from his own Malakut these books these signs all the way down after many many layers of revelation and coming down they have reached us it's like a person who has traveled from another part of the world to the airport in your own town or in a neighboring town and now you need just to do a little traveling to meet him in the airport so Allah's signs and communications have come to us Atatka, they came to you so you didn't go out of your way to find them you were just visited by them okay but what was your response did you show appreciation no you forgot them so you had them with you you were aware of them you know sometimes a person doesn't know at all this can be a little bit of excuse I'm saying it can be excuse because in such cases we have access so when you have access to something then not knowing is not excuse but what about a person who had access and who actually knew and then forgot for sure such person has no excuse my communications came to you and you forgot them means you knew them you recognize them but you didn't pay attention to keep them in mind you forgot them okay since life in the hereafter very much reflects the life in dunya so the result of your forgetfulness in dunya is that you would be forgotten you forgot my communications now I forget you so in the same way you are forgotten of course it's clear that when Allah says you are forgotten it doesn't mean that this person is forgotten by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the sense that Allah doesn't know about him Allah doesn't know that he exists Allah doesn't know what is his condition what is his situation no it's a matter of not being loved it's a matter of not being remembered in a positive supportive way you know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says remember me if you remember me I remember you so if we forget Allah he forgets us what does it mean he forgets us it doesn't mean that he forgets us in the sense that he would have no knowledge about us no, it means that he would not care about those who forget him because they don't want to be cared for by God. He would keep his care and support for them to the minimum. Yes, still he would give them existence, still he would give them some sustenance so that they can survive. But those things that God gives to the people who want God to be their guardian, to be their wali, 
would not be given to such people because they don't want that. So, to be forgotten means here that you are not loved, you are not cared for in the sense that believers are loved and are cared for. So, there is relation between this world and the hereafter. As the Prophet Muhammad said, This dunya is the farm for the hereafter. Whatever you grow and plant here, you can harvest in the hereafter. So nothing happens by chance or accident in the hereafter. Everything is based on what we have done or what we have believed or what we have achieved. Of course, Allah's mercy is there, Allah's generosity is there, Allah's multiplication, multiplication of the rewards is there, but the seeds have to be planted by us. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَكَذَلِكَ نَجْزِي مَنْ أَسْرَفَهُ وَلَمْ يُؤْمِنْ بِآيَاتَ رَبِّهِ In a similar way, we would recompense. Najzi comes from jaza. Jaza sometimes is reward, but sometimes is used generally to include reward and punishment, both. Like here. Here, it's about punishment. So therefore, some of us or some sorry some translators of the Quran have used to recompense. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in this way we recompense those who have done wrong extravagantly. They have done israf. What does israf here mean? Israf means to do something in excess, extravagantly. So some of us have said that these are the people who have unfortunately done israf in doing bad things. So sometimes a person maybe forgets and does something bad but very little but there are people who do it excessively so these are big criminals some people have said these are the people who have done great crimes like kufr like shirk so it's not only a matter of quantity, it's a matter of quality. So, israf, quantity-wise or quality-wise, which means to do bad things, but out of limit, in excess. You know, we have this verse also in the Quran, قُلْ يَا عِبَادِيَ الَّذِينَ أَسْرَفُوا عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ لَا تَغْنَةُ مِنْ رَحْمَةِ اللَّهِ in that verse also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about the people who have done bad to themselves. Allah says still they should be hopeful that Allah is going to forgive them. If 
they want to repent, if they want to return, if they want to restore the damage. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says everything is based on general rules and principles. It's not that one person is treated just out of you know any rules and regulations so it would be exclusive to him. No. Anything has general patterns. In the same way we treat everyone who is similar. Everyone who has done bad things in excess and has not believed in the signs, in the communications, in the verses, in the words of his Lord. He would be treated the same way means that he would have miserable life but in dunya they would have difficult life in the hereafter they would have punishment and Allah says the punishment of the hereafter is more severe ashad means more severe more intense more endurable problems of dunya are temporary because dunya is temporary our stay in dunya is temporary but akhira is endurable so it's very difficult to have miserable life in dunya but compared to miserable life in akhira it's nothing the punishment of the hereafter is more severe, is worse, is more intense, is more endurable. So they would have problem in dunya and akhirah, but the problem in akhirah would be much worse. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Afalam yahdilahum kam ahlakna. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says why they didn't take lessons wasn't this clear for them wasn't this made clear for them wasn't this uh, explained to them didn't they get this guidance that how many people how many nations or generations were destroyed before them there were many many different nations who existed before us many many different generations who existed before us they went they died they perished and now they are living in their places so if you travel you can see the places that they used to live and now you can go and have uh, visit or even sometimes stay in those places 
or maybe it means that in the same places that you live now they used to live before so the result is the same finally so you are living in their places or they used to live in your places it means that you are sharing the same land the same earth it's not another planet they were not creatures totally different from you you are going through whatever they went through so when you are so similar in nature so similar in your stay in your housing everything you have to take lesson from what happened to them truly in this there are signs but who can actually benefit from these signs those who have brain those who are intelligent Noha is different from Nahi. Nahi means prohibition, but Noha means intelligence or in intellect, to say it better, means intellect. Means those who have intellect, those who have brain, those who are intelligent, those who are rational. So these are the people who actually benefit from these signs because there are people who don't think about these signs. They see, but they pass by them without paying attention. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying in these few verses that when human beings have come to the earth they have done hubut they have uh, they come out of garden then this is a summary of their life either they follow the guidance that God sends them therefore they would not go astray they would not have miserable life they would have difficulties of physical life but their life still would be meaningful and rewarding but those who turn away from remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they would have difficult life in dunya and on the day of judgment they would be resurrected blind and the reason is because in dunya they used to ignore the signs of God, the communications of God. So in the hereafter, they would be resurrected as blind and they would be not able to see mercy of God, support of God. And then Allah says, this is happening to people who are the like, uh, people who are alike, the people who are uh, similar. They have done bad things in excess. They have not believed in God's communications. So they would have problem in dunya. And in the hereafter, of course, they would have worse and more indubitable problems and punishment. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, one of the things that they were not able to see in dunya, they were not able to take lessons from in dunya, is what has happened to the previous generations or previous nations, previous people. Unfortunately, we don't take lesson, we commit the same mistakes, therefore we see the same results. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, 
kelimetun sabakat min rabbik lakana lezaman ve ecelun musamma had it not been for a word that preceded from your lord this is a very important expression in the quran lawla kelimetun sabakat min rabbik in the paper uh, word of God in the Quran we have explained the different occurrences of the term kalama in the Quran and one of the things that we find in the Quran is that kalama is used to refer to Allah's decree Allah's decision so for example here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says had it not been for a word that preceded from your Lord it means that had it not been Allah's decision had it not been that a word has preceded from your Lord had it not been for Allah's decision to give them opportunity and chance to continue their life in dunya the punishment would have come to them in dunya and the fixed deadline would have come to them quickly Allah has made a firm decision that people should have some time some opportunity in dunya to continue their life despite their crimes he doesn't quickly punish us in dunya he doesn't destroy us why because in dunya we are being tested and tried one requirement of test is that you should be able to go through the test and be able to repent or return or improve your situation if this first mistake that we make leads to destruction then the life would not be uh, you know too long the life would be very short because any person you know comes as seen or mistake you know in the first day or the first few days then everything is finished on the other hand if people quickly see the punishment for their bad actions again this is not a test the test is really a test when people can for years do bad things and see nothing obvious this is the test this is to see how committed a person is you know imagine if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was uh, immediately rewarding and punishing us then this would not be too difficult for people to be good because as soon as they do something they see the reward in dunya and as soon as they do something bad they would see the punishment this is not a real test the test needs patience to do something and then see the result after some time so out of his wise plan for us he has made a decision and this is the kalima this is his decision this is his eternal uh, plan that he has 
made final he has made it very firm that he gives us some opportunity in dunya 40 years 50 years 60 years 70 years 20 years different times but if such decision of Allah was not there bad people criminals deserved quick punishment these people would see the punishment and punishment would come to them and would mm, join them in dunya would be fixed on them in dunya and the fixed deadline that you cannot change you cannot delay would be for them but alhamdulillah allah has given us the opportunity to return to change to improve and this is what we have to appreciate okay so i stop here inshallah next week we will have verse 130 فاصبر على ما يقولون وسبح بحمد ربك قبل طلوع الشمس وقبل غروبها ومن آناء الليل فسبح وأطراف النهار لعلك ترضى. Okay, now let's see what questions we have. Question one. السلام عليكم السلام. Uh, last week you mentioned that it seems that Hawa was less responsible than Adam for the mistake. Women seem to be considered less responsible in several areas of life. For example, the punishment for passes is less than for men. In some cases, they do not have to take so responsible being witness. They do not have to be judges or leaders. Is there an area where they are more responsible than men? Where does their great responsibility lie? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala treats women with more courtesy, more love. And therefore, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when it comes to uh, undertaking responsibilities, uh, gives more facility or more exemptions uh, or lenience to women. But this doesn't mean that they are not fully responsible for their own life they are not fully responsible for their own family for their own children every person is fully responsible for what is in or in her hand in his hand or her hand we are all fully responsible for that but when it comes to social to i don't know communal life then we cannot put um, same burden on women that we do on men when men were more involved in the social life so for example if in a community of thousands of people if we have for example problems financial problems social problems you know family problems we cannot say 
that those who had all the opportunities for I don't know uh, planning for undertaking you know uh, decisions uh, supporting financially they are equally responsible to the ladies whose main job was for example to look after the family so what I'm saying is that every person is fully responsible for his or her own life but when it comes to shared responsibilities everyone is responsible as much as he or she was supposed to contribute not more not less in question two in our today's modern world what would constitute Allah's signs and communication that Allah can accuse us for neglecting yes very good question of course the main signs of Allah and communication of Allah is the Quran the Quran is what we have to fully observe fully reflect and fully implement in addition to the signs of Allah which we can get from the Quran we get from the teachings of the Prophet and Ahlul Bayt which are explanations of the Quran then also sometimes we have communications from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the lives of previous people what has happened to previous generations what has happened to your parents to your cousins uncles neighbors these are all lessons given to you by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sometimes in your own life Allah gives you lessons when you were good when you were more practicing when you were more careful about your salat you had a very nice life even your life with your spouse with your children was better so these are different ways of Allah communicating to us showing himself to us and we should uh, remember all of them but for sure the most important thing and the framework comes from revelation comes from the Quran Okay, it seems that uh, this was the last question. So we stop here. We pray that inshallah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enables us to remember him all the time. This is the key. This is the secret for success. Remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We pray that inshallah Allah includes us among the people who constantly remember him. In all their situations and circumstances whether they are standing or sitting or lying back they are all uh, remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may Allah include us among such people I again apologize for starting late inshallah I hope that uh, next time we will be able to start on time thank you very much Altimasa dua wa akhiru da'wan alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin